0: So the big question is, how do health experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place. Whether you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, or nutrition coach, this is for you. My name is Dr. Javier Carlin, and welcome to The Practice Revolution. We are a movement that is revolutionizing the way Private practices are built so you can practice on your terms. Join us and follow along as we learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that we're using to grow our own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. So
1: um, welcome, everyone. Uh, my name is Kaylee and I'm a registered dietitian and a head coach here at the Practice Revolution where we help dietitians and nutrition coaches replace their income and break free from their J-O-B um, and get to the point where they're making five to 10 K and, and maybe even beyond um, in their business. So if that is you, then I've got good news for you. You're in the right place. Um, so I'm excited to be here with all of you guys today. I'm here with, uh, with Mackenzie tonight. So hi, Mackenzie. Thank you uh, for being with us hi. tonight.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah,
1: awesome. Awesome. Um, Mackenzie is a current student of ours, um, recently just graduated and, and from the, the Freedom Sprint and is moving on to our Mastermind program. Um, so I'm super, super excited to watch you take what you've already learned and just shoot through the roof. expand and grow. It's going to be, it's going to be really, really amazing. So um, tonight, Mackenzie's going to be sharing some of her insights that she's learned since she's started her business and hopefully inspire some of you guys and motivate you and maybe even challenge you um, to dream bigger than what you even thought possible too. So um, Mackenzie, for starters, um, so Mackenzie, for starters, why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about, um, about you, how long have you been a dietitian? Um, and what, what setting do you work in?
2: Sure. Um, so I've been a dietitian since 2018. So not super long, but I feel like long enough. And I actually didn't start my business until five months ago, going on six. Um, technically I didn't, really do anything until like March, April, but I was in the Freedom Sprint starting in the end of December of last year. Um, So right now I'm working on that. I focus on helping women. And outside of that, I also have a part-time job that is um, online. It's remote work. It's medical nutrition therapy. And we host a, a wide variety of clients through that program. Um, so it's all one-on-one individual MNT for different disease states, different conditions. So it's, it's kind of a, a nice combination, a nice variety.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's really awesome that you kind of get to build out your perfect day too, where, you know, you're maybe taking some of those part-time clients, but also you've got your own business that you're running on the Uh, running as well. So that it gives you a little bit more of that freedom and that flexibility so that you don't have to be, you know, going into a a typical, like when you think about a typical clinical job or a typical nine to five type thing. Um, and very cool. I don't think that I knew that, um, you became a dietitian in, in 2018. So that's, that's really cool. I I love that you started, um, started out your business kind of like a little bit newer, a little bit fresh. Um, to being a dietitian versus waiting years and years. Now it's okay to wait, you know, Um, it's totally okay for that too. But many times a lot of us, you know, we think back and we say, wow, I wish I would have started sooner, you know? So now's like the best Mm -hmm. time to get started. And I think that's so good that you, um, that you went ahead and, and just went for it. So, um, when did you, when did you really start thinking about starting your own business? Was it something you had been thinking about for a while before or did it just, was it kind of just more like spur of the moment?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that I, I think I had this like vision and very (laughs) vague idea of, having my own business when I was in school, in college, going through, you know, food and nutrition science degree. And I just I didn't know enough. I mean, I was a junior in college before I found out that a dietitian even existed and had kind of switched gears at the last minute because I, I took one of the medical nutrition therapy classes. My my major was um food and nutrition and I was thinking I was going pre-med route had some feelings about that, and then t- took this medical nutrition therapy class, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. I had no idea. 90% of my class was on this route, and so I switched, and there was one person in particular. Um She, her name is Mikkel. She's a registered dietitian, not, I don't believe she's in the U.S., um, but she had her own website and a blog, and was kind of doing this entrepreneurial thing. And I I, just, I knew that like that was a part of my vision. I just didn't know what it would look like or when it would happen. So I'd say that I really have been thinking about it to, even since before actually having my um, registration as a dietitian. But so many things, um, you know, fear of starting, not knowing what to do, not wanting to be unsuccessful, having people tell you that you need to at work X amount of years, get a real job before you go down that route, get the experience. Um, you know, so many different factors that I guess postpone me. Ultimately, it was me that I think got in the way most of the time. Um, but it was something I'd been thinking about for a long time, for sure, yeah. before I actually took the dive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that's, that's totally normal for most of us too, is you know, sometimes we're, we've got to contemplate something before, before we go all in. But when we do make that decision to do it, then there's, there's really no turning back too. And so, um, you know, I, I know you mentioned like some of those, the mindset and the fears that kind of come into your mind a little bit when you're thinking about starting your own business. And ultimately, those are the things that can stop us in our tracks is really just ourself, you know, like, the whole, mm-hmm. our, our professors are going to tell us to go get a job and work clinical for two years before we can do anything else or think about anything else, right? It's it, it, oftentimes like it, it is such a barrier. And I heard the same things. I heard the same things from my professors. They told me the same things. And I said, I'm not going to listen. Um, so, <laughs> you know, sometimes we just got to forge our own grounds and say, you know, this is something that I believe in and something that I want to do. And I'm so, so happy that you, you got through that. You got through those fears and you were able to, to decide, like, doesn't matter what everyone else was telling me I could or couldn't do. I'm going to choose and I'm going to decide what I can or can't do. Um, that's where the biggest growth really, really comes in. Um, so for you, Mackenzie, what were some of the first things that you did, um, when starting your business, like the setup, like what were your first kind of initial setup phases for you?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So I would say I had, um, you know, tentatively made the decision in my own mind that I would go that route. And so I had kind of, I I hesitate to say this, but almost on a whim signed up for, um, kind of advancing my career in functional medicine, integrative and functional nutrition therapy. And once I did that, I was like, okay, so it's going to be really hard to, you know, utilize this in a traditional setting, especially in the area that I'm currently living in, and so it kind of got the wheels going with, like, I could really take this and put it into my own practice, and then I, you know, found you guys and met with Javi and Marissa, and I was just like, everything that you're saying is exactly how I feel, where I'm at, and kind of made another just in the moment decision about like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go all in, like there's really low risk. Like what's the worst that could happen? I maybe decide that, you know, I don't wanna do it and I go back to regular job. Okay, that's not a big deal. Um, So I would say those two were kind of my first actions. And then going through the modules was really helpful because I had a a plan to follow. It wasn't like me, over like years of listening to different people and reading different things trying to piecemeal things together I could just go through whatever the video module or the outline told me to do I went ahead and did and I think initially it was really working on my social media I knew that that was going to be something that I wanted to work on as far as marketing and connecting with people and letting people know that I was out there my services existed so I initially started with Instagram and um, we'll say kind of did Instagram and Facebook to some degree. More recently, probably switched more over to Facebook because my Facebook group is there and just makes more sense. It's more intuitive. I have more experience with it. It's less of a barrier than Instagram can be for me personally. Um, So I really worked on that. And then I kind of already had a, an idea of what kind of service I wanted to offer. I would say I I, I knew that, but the niche was difficult. Um, there's so many things that I'm interested in and so many things that I wanted to help with. So I really spent a lot of time going through and, and trying to whittle that down and make it more specific and um, really kind of develop the audience, the person that I'm trying to connect with. And I would say, that has kind of led the bulk of the momentum, building the group, building an audience, knowing what to post and and how to post it, what to say and who I'm saying it to and what kinds of resources to come up with. So I think those first few decisions were really kind of what I guess built my momentum. And then as people started responding, getting more followers, getting people in the Facebook group, doing the challenges, That was a lot of like really positive reinforcement that like, okay, this is connecting with people. Um, I have a group program now and I collect feedback weekly from the participants. And one of my favorite responses has been like, I'm learning things that I've never learned before in all of my years of dieting. And I feel like my mindset is finally improving to the point where like this is enjoyable and it's more sustainable and I'm seeing wins and it's just the best feeling.
1: That's so cool. Isn't that so, so rewarding when you get to like see the impact that you're able to make with people by doing, doing your, your own, by working on your, in your own means, right. You know, by, by having your own business, by being able to choose who you work with and working by working with the people that give us the most buyer that give us the most motivation, it allows us to give them better results and help them better so that they're able to be more successful and have those really big wins, like what you were saying. And it's, it's so rewarding when we know that what we're doing really is making an impact and really is making a difference. And so I know that you mentioned Mackenzie, that you took some time to kind of um, hone in on your target audience. So what is that, that audience that you work with right now? And, and how did you decide, like, I know you were kind of deciding between different ones, like, how did you decide to work with them?
2: Yeah, I think, um, for me, it kind of came down to a combination of the, the, I guess, audience or, or the area of expertise that I felt like I was naturally drawn to talking about and and working with, which based off of my professional experience up until this point, as well as my personal experience, um, my kind of ideal target audience right now would be women who have done all of the dieting, they've gone through dieting cycles and they're really caught up in this all or nothing mindset and they realize that they're stuck there. They've had really, negative experiences with trying to make healthy habit changes in the past and they know that they can't keep doing what they're doing but they don't know what the alternative is and i would say most women recognize that their mindset is going to play a key role in that but they don't have the tools or the resources or the support to help get them out of that and to build momentum and so i feel like with some of the experience that i've had working in different positions in the past and what I'm learning now and even like I said even my own personal experience I feel like is very relatable to what these women are going through. I feel like it's just it's natural for me to want to talk about these things and research them and so it makes doing what I do really easy and enjoyable because it's it's just already something that I'm interested in. I have a little bit of that experience and I really feel like I have the ability to help them Whereas there's other areas I'm interested in, but maybe I don't have that experience or don't have all the tools that I feel like I would need. And I, I could foresee this shifting and, and kind of expanding or, or you know changing in some, some way, shape or form in the future as I continue with the functional nutrition medicine program that I'm in that kind of started this whole process. Um, but right now that's been a really good fit for me. And um, I've kind of really focused on the emphasis of changing your mindset to get those sustainable changes and, and not, not necessarily from a weight or a weight number on the scale perspective, but like a whole health, making sure that they're balanced out, um, as far as their approach goes. And so we talk about a lot of different areas and I feel like that fits really well within my kind of expertise as a dietitian.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, your target audience really, really well, like it sounds like, you know, what they're feeling, what they're struggling with, what they want to have. And, and those are really key components when it comes to marketing, especially, right. Is knowing our, our mark, our ideal audience in and out. And I think, you know with you saying, you know, you've had some personal experience with that and, and feeling really comfortable with it makes all the difference too. There's so many times I talk to people and, and there's a little bit of that, that imposter syndrome of, well, you know, I don't know, you know, how I, if I can help them or how, how I can help them, but, you know, even just starting like we're probably never going to feel 100% ready. Even if we do have personal experience with something like that, that's where the research comes in too. And um, in order to know the most about our audience, we've got to do a little digging. We've got to do a little bit of research to figure out what it is that they really want and what it is that they're really struggling with. And so it sounds like you know, you've nailed to a T, like what your, <laughs> what your audience is, is really wanting. And you've come up with a really, really good solution, right? Because at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're giving someone a solution, something that's going to solve their number one problem that they're struggling with. Um, and that's what it's all about. So it sounds like you've been able to really dial those things in, which is so, so good. So, I know I mentioned a little bit of that, like imposter syndrome just now and and something, you know, that I think we all feel to a degree, Um, but did you ever struggle with any mindset or or not feeling ready when you, when you first got started?
2: Oh, 100%, like 1000%. (laughs) I would say, you know, I can vividly remember like the handful of days when I first signed up. I was like, okay, all right, I'm doing it. Like, let's go. It was the end of December. It was the end of the week. And then I had the whole weekend before I really dove into anything. And my emotions were just like the most crazy roller coaster over the course of those few days, just because of all of those things. Like, like, is this really the best option right now? Do I have all of the skills, the knowledge? Am I capable of doing this? Um, is it the best fit for me and my family right now? A lot of imposter syndrome. Um, a lot of like wanting things to be perfect and feeling like you have to keep refining things before you put it out to the world. Um, I mean, I think there's just, there's so much to unpack when it comes to the mindset. Um, but yeah, I, Whatever is out there, I guarantee I experienced all of it and still go through phases, um, but I think it gets easier. And I think a part of that that's been really helpful for me is having the support. Like I know without a doubt, I would have probably given up on my own within a matter of weeks if I didn't have people saying like, you know, this is normal. How you feel is normal and other people feel that way. And it doesn't have to be something that holds you back here are some strategies to work around it or, you know, learning from the coaches and getting the support. But then the community that we have inside of the freedom sprint and the mastermind, being able to talk to people that are like, yeah, I'm there too. Or I was there last week. Don't worry. Like things are looking up for me. It's going to be the same for you. You just have to keep showing up and putting in the work and taking the action. And I think that's kind of been one of the models that I've really clung to is like, even if I don't know what to do, I'm doubting everything that I'm doing, my clients are having a bad week for some reason, or I just feel completely incompetent. I know that I can just keep taking really small actions and it's going to keep moving the momentum forward. And that's been true so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that you've stuck, you know, to small, actionable things that you know that you can do to keep moving forward. And And the fact that you mentioned the accountability and the support, you know, that's one thing when it comes to starting a business, it can, it can feel really lonely, right? Especially when we're trying to like, in the, in the very beginning, before we get any, any help with that, we feel like we're kind of pulling apart and piecemealing things together from this coach or that coach or that resource or that thing. And it's, it's not cohesive and it doesn't make sense. And, it feels really lonely and it feels really frustrating. But when you have that support and that community, um, it helps push you even further, even faster. Like even the biggest people um, in in the world, they have coaches and they have mentors. Um, and so it's one of those things that you know, a lot of the most successful people, like Tony Robbins, for example. Like we all we all know this. Um, and so I think the fact that you took the initiative. And said, uh, even though I'm feeling this way, I want to overcome it and, I, and I'm going to take the steps to overcome it and not let it hold me back, I think is, is what separates very successful people. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know sometimes, you know, it's, we have to be a little vulnerable when we talk about those things. So I appreciate <laughs> you sharing that with us.
0: Hey, hope you're enjoying this episode. Wanted to let you know if you're not a part of our Facebook group already, we have a strong community called Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches that you're going to want to be a part of. Every single week, we have a live training on the topics that are most important to you in growing your practice. So, if you want to have more freedom, if you want to have more flexibility, and build a lifestyle that you enjoy, make sure to join the Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches Facebook group. Go ahead and search it. You'll find it. It'll be at the top of the list. Join it. Enjoy. And now back to the show.
1: Um, so when um, I know you mentioned a little bit about like a Facebook group. Um, so what for you has been like a, a main social media channel Um, that has benefited you for, for your business?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Like I said, I I started on Instagram and prior to starting my business, I had a Facebook page, very inactive, honestly, not a huge fan, didn't like posting personal things, kind of just like to keep to myself. And I really didn't have an Instagram page. I started it with a, a previous job, but really never used it. I think I had like nine followers and they were all family members and, and I didn't follow anybody. So I started there and kind of started to slowly build that up. And there's still not very large followings or anything. Um, but I knew I wanted to have like a closed community that was still free, but something that was a little bit more private. So people felt like they could be more vulnerable with their challenges, their wins, and just be able to foster a little bit more close-knit community than what you can get just by following my regular Facebook profile. Um, So I opened that up, I'm not even sure, maybe a few months ago and have some different kind of posting strategies in there. I like to do a a weekly, a week-long challenge once a month and that's been one of the best ways for getting people into the group because I give away some, you know, Um, health and fitness related prizes at the end of the challenge and so part of getting those prizes is being engaged, doing the daily task, um, watching the daily video and then inviting people to the group and you get x number of points for those different things and so the first few times that I did that, um, you know, there was one time where I was able to get like 50 people for one challenge that joined that were new to the group. So that's been a really kind of fun way to grow it. Um, But like I said, it's definitely nice to have that. I feel like having that closer knit community and it's been really surprising. Um, I think there's a lot of people that kind of lurk in there and read things but aren't super active but I will randomly get messages about how somebody was doing the week long challenge and they're feeling amazing. We did one on sleep recently and um, one of the gals doing it is actually one of my current clients now. And she was saying like, wow, I had no idea that this was gonna have such a positive impact on me. Like I'm feeling great. I really feel like this is one of the key puzzle pieces that I was missing that is really having an impact on all of these other areas um but it's so nice to get surprise messages like that where you had no idea that these people were really taking in anything because there's no sign of interaction and then you get a message that says yeah I like hang on you know every word I watch every video I'm doing this and it's really helpful so please keep doing what you're doing and I think it's moments like those where you're like okay I'm on the right path this is a good fit
1: yes (laughs) but I would say
2: you know, going back to your question, Facebook has really been my main focus lately, just because I, I I'm i not going to say I fully understand it, but I understand enough about it to, to feel like I can be effective with it. Um, and for me, it just makes sense to do that. I still do Instagram to some degree, but my focus is mostly on Facebook right now.
1: Love it. Yeah, that's so good. And I, I love that you have found the Facebook group to be really helpful for you. Your challenges sound really cool, by the way. Um, <laughs> they sound really cool and, and a really good way to grow your group and to to, to foster that um, that relationship between your group members to build a lot of engagement. So um, that's what's really cool about, about businesses. You get to try things and try new things that maybe you never thought that you would ever do outside of it and it can be super successful and, and um, you know, give you awesome surprise messages. And I mean, shoot, even the fact that a current client of yours still found value and benefit in that Facebook challenge is, is huge, right? Because um, we, we're still able to, to help people on a, on a deeper level. So um, I think that that's a really, really cool concept that you have. And it, it sounds like it's working really, really well for you. Um, So, yeah, Facebook groups are are really, really awesome little hubs to where we Mm -hmm. can just send people and and provide a ton of value for them um, and nurture them so that they feel um, more comfortable with us by the time they want to take the next step and and work with us. And the fact that you go in there live and do like daily lives during that challenge, that's going to help people understand you and get to know you a little bit more in your style and um, nurture them a lot quicker as well. So I think that that's, that's really, really great. Um, So, so how many, how many clients are you working with now?
2: Um, That's a good question. I think I have six or seven ladies in my current, so I have a hybrid group coaching program. So it's a combination. It's all online, um, all like nutrition education, not necessarily MNT. And it's a three month program that Integrates a course with alternating one-on-one sessions and group sessions. So I think we have six or seven ladies that are in that currently, um, and it's been fun. It yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I really like the creative side that having the course and the worksheets and the handouts provides. Like that's definitely one of the things that I wanted to get out of operating my own business because I am very much that way like kind of like art-minded um so that's been super fun and then being able to connect with them both on a one-on-one um visit and in the group visit has been super cool i think that it's been a a good mix of those two types of visits for both me and for them
1: yeah absolutely and so did you start with a group program or did you start with one-on-one
2: so i would when I started my business, I started, I have, I did have a a one-on-one client that I'm still working with. Um, But I had been doing outpatient counseling for the last three or four years. And so I felt pretty comfortable. A lot of the concepts that I was talking about, even though I wasn't primarily seeing women in those roles, um, a lot of the same concepts and goals and kind of program outlines that I would do in my group coaching was similar to that. And so I really just kind of hit the ground running with group coaching. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Um, I was already seeing one-on-one clients in my part-time job. And so I just, I wanted something different that kind of expanded my ability to help more people. And I knew that if I just continue to ramp up my one-on-one at some point I was going to get burnt out. And so wanted to head that off sooner than later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's so good that you took the initiative to, to do that. And, you know, I think when it comes to like group programs are so good because we can help a lot of people without giving up as much of our time. And like you said, it can help us, um, help us with that burnout and, you know, six ladies, is like the perfect amount for a group program too, especially when you're starting off um, because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of that good. It sounds like you've got a good amount of individual one-on-one touch points as well as the course and um, and the the group calls too. And of course, like that's that's a, a really great goal to have in, And I think for people who aspire to have a group program or a hybrid style program like that, Um, I think it's, it's so inspiring to hear your story of how, you know, you, you pulled from your, your past experience with one-on-one to be able to do that. I would say most people do probably start out with one-on-one. And and like you said, you, you have a one-on-one patient. That's how you started too. And then you very quickly grew that group program. And so I think it's, it's motivating to hear like, yes, I can do a group program and no, I don't have to see. 50, 60 one on one clients in order to get there. I can do it after just seeing a few people, understanding what it is they really want, what it is they're looking for, and then build a group program from that. So for you, Mackenzie, how does it feel to be able to help these um, group clients that you have on your own terms?
2: I would say it it's amazing. I don't think that that fully captures it. Um, <laughs> but it feels really good there's something about being able to you know take all the hard work that you put into your education and building up your skills and then being able to bring that together with a population a target audience that you really resonate with that you empathize with that you feel like you understand and be able to bring those together and then get the feedback where you know i've i've had recently last week a couple clients say like, you know, this is completely different than anything I've ever done before. And I know that this is what I needed. I can tell you're putting a lot of work into it. And it's just so encouraging to be able to bring those together and to do it on your terms. You know, I maybe I'm not the best example, um, but I, you know, if I want to work on putting a new video into my course, I can sit here at 10 o'clock at night and record it and upload it. And it's in there. you know, just being able to have that the the flexibility in your schedule and the tasks that you're doing. Yes, there's still times where there's some things that feel like work, and I think that's unavoidable. Um, but for the most part, it's it's dreamy like to be able to do those kinds of things and to know that it's just as effective as a clinical or a inpatient outpatient job, if not more. And it's at least for me, it's a lot more rewarding than some of those other experiences have been.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I think that's, that's so good. You know, I I love that you said that it was dreamy.
2: (laughs) It is. It is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To be able to, to do those things without having someone like, you know, over, over your shoulder watching you and saying, are you hitting all these things? It's like, you get to do what you want. and, Mm -hmm. And like you said, to really make an even bigger impact on people because of that, because you've done the research, you know what they need, you know what they want. Um, you're not just following some protocol mm-hmm. that someone who doesn't know what someone needs or wants has outlined for you, <laughs> right? So it, it makes it mm-hmm. makes such a big difference. Um, and so I, I think people in here, they're, they're probably dying to know um, what what's your price point for your group program and, and do people, are they cash pay or insurance?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So when I first launched my program, um, the cost was $1,200 and that was for the three months. Um, Right now I'm only cash pay. So um, I have it set up so that folks can pay all up front and then they get a little bonus if they're able to do that. Otherwise we just take that payment, divide it into the three payments and they can do a monthly payment plan. Um, Next go around when I, add in more people into the program, it'll be a little bit higher price point. I definitely think having the amount of one-on-one sessions that we have brings that value up a lot because it's a lot of time. Typically we spend, you know, 45 minutes to an hour on the one-on-one sessions and then every group session is an hour. So I know that they're getting a ton of value and now that I know that they know that they recognize that they appreciate it. I think it would be very easy to bring it up a little bit more for the next round too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So how do you get people to pay you $1,200 cash?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think it's a combination of things. Um, I think it's, you know, dialing in your marketing so that it really speaks to them and what's important to them, making that um, personal connection as soon as you can and really building that. Um, I feel like a lot of the clients that I have were already at a point where they had tried everything and they knew they needed and wanted something different and they could see that this was going to provide them with that. So I think that If you do a good job at meeting your client's need and then letting them know that this is the service that will do that, um, both when you're interacting with them in in the Facebook group, on social media, and then if you hop on calls with them and being able to really have them come to that conclusion by your conversations, I think for a lot of them, it becomes a really easy choice it's okay. Do I pay with this card or this card? Or like, you know, they're kind of like, how am I going to make this work? This yeah. seems like exactly what I need and, and I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's so good because I'm sure that there's some people who are watching this and they're thinking $1,200. How, how was that even possible? And, um, you know, just you're, you're a perfect example of, of, you know, yes, it is possible. And, and yes, people will, will pay for it and they'll, they'll figure out a way to make it work. And it's, it's just understanding what it is they, they really need and what it is that they're and what they're looking for and, and how it can, can get them the result. And so it's, it's very possible. And I think it's so inspiring to know. I mean, most people don't even think that it's possible to do, to do that, but um, you're, Perfect example of the fact that it is possible um, to do that. So um, thank you so much for for sharing those things with us. I know it's going to inspire mm-hmm. someone else out there to uh, raise their prices. I just feel it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so for you, Mackenzie, um, I'm just curious. What were since since working with the Practice Revolution? What were what are some of the things um, the what are some of the results that you've gotten since working with us? And and I guess where were you like before you even started working with us too.
2: Yeah. Um so like I said, I started I've signed up, it was like Christmas time, right before, right after. So I didn't really dive into any of the material until January. And then by the time March rolled around, I launched my first offer, started taking um calls with clients and then I had six Whatever six or seven people enrolled between the end of March and early April, and then we started shortly after that, so I feel like really hit the ground running. I went from no business, no like no name, no logo, no idea, I mean it was just like this little glimmer in my eye, basically um so really kind of started from ground zero, and then within you know a few months was able to get pieces of a program put together, launched it. I didn't have everything figured out when I launched it, but I did it anyways, and I was okay with it, (laughs) as hard as it was. Um, And it it turned out really positive. Um, So I think that, you know, all of, I mean, there's just so much, so much that I had kind of got from, you know, putting bits and pieces together, but then, having the like structure and the outline of the freedom sprint to go through, it made it really easy. Like it's putting in work. Yes. And you're spending time and energy doing it, but the outlines right there, you know, exactly what to do and when you should do it, you know why you're doing it. Um, and you're getting feedback along the way from the coaches and, and your peers on how to make things better. And, I I just like, I don't think it could be easier. Like there's not an easier path to go. Um, But yeah, so many different things that we kind of focused on that helped me go from not having anything to being, you know, operational within a few months. And I think that, um, you know, the, the social media content that's in there has been really helpful because I had no idea what I was doing. kind of dragging my feet and I've gotten better. Um, I noticed last week, Facebook gave me a um, creator on the rise badge. So I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. Facebook is noticing I'm on here posting consistently. Um, And, you know, you get little feedback from the tools that you're using. And so I think that's been really helpful. I've learned a lot there. Um, learned a lot about like setting up a program and the the system that you go through from warming people up and then getting them on calls and then signing them. That's been super helpful. Um, I think a lot of a lot of benefit and growth has come with the mindset stuff, which I knew was something that I was going to have to tackle, but I don't think I really fully anticipated how much just like personal growth would come out of doing these things. Um, the focus is on the business and growing that, but I think that in a lot of ways I've grown as a person and I've become a lot more accountable to myself. And I think having that outside accountability has been helpful, but I realized that nobody else is coming to do this work for me. And so if I wanna see progress, if I want things to work out, I have to put in the time and energy and, um I feel like that's something that I've definitely gained with being within the program and going through this process and so there's been some surprise things too where I wouldn't have necessarily anticipated those changes but they've been really positive for me personally and professionally.
1: Yeah yeah that's so good that's so so good and you know to anyone who's watching this whether now live or in the replay like Watch that over again. Like listen to Mackenzie say that over and over and over again because it's it's so so important, right? To to grow and to expand and to try new things and to push ourselves out of our comfort zone, but to know that like we ultimately make the decisions in our life, right? Like we choose whether or not we stay the path and stay miserable, or we make a change and do something different. And, and get ourselves closer to the life we really want. The only person that's really gonna come rescue us is us. Yes, we're gonna get help along the way, um, but it all starts with us. Um, and so mm-hmm. that is so motivating to hear Mackenzie, that like, you know, you, you recognize like, I wanna do this. I wanna, I'm gonna be able to make more of an impact, help more people, be able to help my family. And, um, you know, be able to have more freedom and flexibility with, with your own schedule so that you can be there for your family. It all works together and it's all cohesive. Right. And so I think if anyone gets anything out of this tonight, it's just knowing like it all starts with us. And and we're, we're the drivers of our own car. Um, and so I, so for you, Mackenzie, you know like after following like the step-by-step program that we have in the freedom sprint in the social media to really help you um build and grow your your business is this is this program something that you would um that you would recommend that other people
2: do too oh yeah 100 percent. like i think it it's the information is great the support that you get from the team is great the community that has been built within the Freedom Sprint and the Mastermind is amazing. Like and it, it's the combination of all, all of those. I think if there's one component that was missing, then you would be missing out on the fullest experience. But it's all there. It's all, you know, it's easy to follow. It's easy to interact with people. You can post, I posted, I've learned Friday afternoon is not the best time to post in the Facebook group or to be on Facebook in general. Um, but I've always gotten a response from somebody or multiple responses. Everybody's so supportive and encouraging and um, also just real, like the transparency. I know sometimes in different groups or on social media in general, it can be hard to get people to really share information or, or um be transparent with you know what they're going through or what's helped them. and I feel like everything's laid out on the table. People are you know rocking and rolling. sometimes they have those challenging days and sometimes they're just crushing it and they'll fill you in on both of those and help you when you're in those situations. And I think that's been super helpful knowing that sometimes you do go through this roller coaster, but if you have your support there and if you keep t- taking action, then it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing all of that. And um, as we're kind of closing up and finishing up today, I just want to say thank you again for taking time out of your very busy schedule um, to be here with us tonight. And Mackenzie, if you've got like a brief, like 30 second thought on um, what, what that is like, and if, and if it's something um, that, that, you would recommend to other people. That's awesome. And then of course um you and Jenna can, can always connect after this too and um and and talk that out as well. But um yeah give us just like a, a brief 30 second on the functional
2: nutrition certification that you're going through. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I it's been something I've been looking into for a while and I know there's a lot of different programs out there now the one that I ultimately decided to go with is Susan Allen's um, Next Level Functional Nutrition Program. And um, it's, I just dove head into the full certification. So it's anywhere from a two to four year certification, hundreds of CEUs. And um, from what I can tell so far with having, you know, been in it for several months now, she definitely knows her stuff. And I think it's just, kind of connecting some of the missing pieces for me that I felt like I didn't get in my undergraduate training, um, a little bit more detailed, a little bit more of that integrative approach that um, at least my background just didn't offer me at that time. And it didn't necessarily get a lot of that through my work experience either. So for me, it felt important to incorporate because I want to make sure that I'm leaving no stone unturned when, it's work- when I'm working with clients. And I really want to make sure that I have all of the tools and expertise at my disposal so that I can really make sure that I am helping people in a very holistic manner so that was something that was important to me
1: yeah yeah well thank you for sharing that I I, Jenna said that she knows of her so um, yeah that, I, I appreciate you you giving that And I'm sure Jenna does too so thank you for sharing that uh-huh. um, and so I guess my last question for you Mackenzie is what is your the the best advice that you have for dietitians or nutrition coaches who are wanting to start their own or, or grow their own private practice?
2: Hmm, the best. I think I would have to say just start doing something, just take a little action, even if you don't know where it's gonna lead even if you're unsure, you haven't figured everything out in your own mind. I think it's easy to get stuck in that analysis paralysis and never move. And I think some of that learning experience comes from just starting to do the things and figuring it out by your own personal experience and trial and error. Does it help having a program to follow and the support Absolutely. 100%. Like I, I don't, I know for sure I wouldn't be where I'm at now if I didn't have that. But I think the kind of underpinning of that is just starting to do something and take action. And um, it can be as small as posting your first reel on Instagram or posting your first Facebook post. That's literally what I started with. And at the time it felt like this massive win because I was so resistant to it. And now it's so much easier and I'm in a groove, but it really helps build that momentum. It's so much easier to keep taking action once you start, but if you never start, you're never gonna figure it out. So I would say, just start doing the things and you know, be mindful about how things are evolving and, and learn and seek out the support that you need, but just do it, just do something. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love that. That's so good. What a, what a great way to close this, this whole thing out with, you know, just get started, just take action. Don't wait any longer. If this is something that you really want to do, the longer we wait, the more we look back and say like, wow, I wish I would have just started sooner. So I love, love the words of wisdom from Mackenzie. So um, thank you again, Mackenzie, so much for being here tonight and taking time out of your, out of your day for this. I really, I learned so much more about you on tonight, and I I know that you're going to inspire someone else who's watching to go for it and um, really start making making a positive change in their life, starting their business so that they can get the freedom and flexibility that they want as well. So everyone, have a great rest of your night, and you as well, Mackenzie. Bye, everyone. Thank
2: you. See ya.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I know your time is super valuable. And I know that you're here to learn how to grow a successful practice. So I have something special just for you. If you're a health expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, you're going to want to pay attention. Because as a listener of this show, we want you to win. So we've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of The Practice Revolution. These resources are worth $7,000, so stick with me here. If you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you're going to want to send us a private message on Instagram at Revolution. And simply let us know that you listen to our podcast and we'll personally hand over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is available only for listeners of this show. So, if you wanna know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a practice that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, go ahead, send us a private message on Instagram at the practice revolution right now so you can win big in your practice and in your life. See you soon.